Lindsay just told me that I have marshmallow on my face. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and marshmallows and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like marshmallows. Oh, see, I was going to say you made marshmallow. I have to think of something. I ate some marshmallows Lindsay made. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Legends. Uh, Wait, this one. Knock off LaCroix. Ow. Okay, I got it. Paranormal. Oh, I already said paranormal, kind of. Yeah. True crime. That's fine. Anything spooky related. Yep. Well, every single week (laughs) since the dawn of Aquarius. What's the one song? The dawn of Aquarius? The age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. Well, crap. It's not Aquarius season either. No, it's not. Uh, Well, for a while, uh, Lindsay will go research a topic. She'll go in the woods. I will go research a topic. I'll go in the woods farther away. And then we reconvene inside of our house in the woods and talk about what we've researched, quote unquote, for the very first time with each and every one of you. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to the guy at the Athens Farmer's Market who sells those really good grapes. You do like that guy. I'm going to dedicate mine (laughs) to the guy that's at the farm that sold us that awesome butternut squash. Yeah. You know, we're really living it. We're really getting crazy. You know, what's funny is that the night before we stopped at a Piggly Wiggly, literally, and bought booberry cereal. Well, you ate booberry. I had Chips Ahoy. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) They were okay, you know. Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy. Chips Chips Ahoy is, Chips Ahoy are Ahoy to my favorite. They're not very, (laughs) I just don't think they taste like anything. Yeah, I mean, nothing beats a homemade cookie. Well, Well, true, yeah, but it's like. I think if someone was craving Chips Ahoy, you're craving something that's just soft and sugary. But like, I want something that's really soft and sugary, but doesn't taste like anything at all. That's why Chips Ahoy has to put like Reese's in there or M&M's or something, because like they have to make up for just their soft sweet. Yeah, for their soft sweet. (laughs) There is the one Chips Ahoy flavor where in each one there was a $5 bill crumpled up. Then that would be worth it. Well, they didn't let people know until after they'd already sold them. And they were like, check your toilets. There might be. Ew. (laughs) You know, check your number twos. Check your twos for a fiver. That was their whole (laughs) that was their whole thing. Well, last week was our live show. Yeah. At Midori Con. You know what I want to say? Do you know? What? I'm going to say it. Okay. So you don't have to guess really. I just want to say thank you to everybody for your overwhelming support of our first live show amidst audio interference between these wireless mics we were wearing and the mics that Colin had set up for us. They kept trying to connect, blah, blah, blah. But thanks for listening. And I think I had fun doing it. It was fun. I'd like to do it again. Okay, prove it. Well, at MidoriCon, we talked about what Alien 51 raid, which happened this past weekend. Yeah, it sure did. And people <laughs> people showed up. They did. But have you been seeing the memes where they're like, they came, they saw, they stood around. <laughs> There's like 25 <laughs> people with signs. There was the one dude who was wearing some orange astronaut suit and was saying something like, you know, we're kind of doing it, I guess. Or he was like, it was something along the lines of... You know, when else are you going to get the opportunity in your life to stand around and annoy government officials in a desert? Yeah, that's true. I think that's why a lot of people went. But I think so, too. And then there's the famous guy now that Naruto run like Naruto, Naruto randed behind that reporter. So and what else? Well, last week you lost your voice. This week, mine's slowly going. 
That's right. Yeah, we traded sicknesses. We did. And then I talked about just weird, creepy facts. There was Sesame Street, how the scary witch scared all the children. There was the brown recluses in the walls. Yeah, that people that bought the house and they came out of the faucets. I don't the like The recluse, that. not the people. Yeah, they, they oozed and gooped out <laughs> of the faucets. I don't like that at all. And I think that if I saw one brown recluse, which I think I saw... A while ago. Yeah. It's been months. Yeah. But I think it's the one that I sprayed with a bunch of hairspray. Yeah. In the basement. And then it did not die. old, old house. Yeah. Two houses ago. Yeah. And it didn't die. And I don't, and I don't remember where it went. I don't know if it left, but I was thinking, why didn't I just kill it? Why did I have, why I was like, oh, you know what works really well? Suffocating spiders is uh, hairspray. You're Lindsay's hairspray. Maybe because it was organic hairspray. Yeah, that could have been it. It didn't kill it with the chemicals. Oh, because it was like, it gets sprayed. Oh, no. Oh, is this avocado oil? But what if his legs like ended up being all curly? Okay. Like yeah. it set his legs <laughs> like hair would. That'd be fine and funny. So he is, he's curly Dalo. <laughs> what did you say? I wanted to say Daryl. Curly Daylo. But I got Curly Daylo out of it. So there's well, that. In your defense. It, well, I don't want anyone to forget that Lindsay said Curly Daylo. <laughs> we also, are in the South now. Maybe it's like my twang coming out. I don't think that Day-ro. anyone. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, me going over to Daryl's house. I'm going over to Daylo's house. Who? You know. Well, you probably just can't hear me through my thick Southern twang. My buddy, Daylo. Daylo? Yeah, no. Day-lo. No, man. I'm talking about Daylo. <laughs> Who? Daylo. How many times are you gonna say it? Well, it's a very interesting word. Yeah. It's a word that I've never heard anyone say before. Daylo. I don't know what my brain got confused with. Daryl and I don't know. Daryl and Curly? Well, I mean it is it is the day outside. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I believe that you are first this week. <clears throat> yeah, let me mosey on up. Squeeze past my buddy Daylo. Well, I didn't have any breaking booze this week, but I do have some right now. This literally just happened. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I got a text from my dad that said, don't worry about bringing dog food home. I bought some at Giant Eagle on sale. (laughs) So there's our breaking booze, which is very nice. Thanks, dad. Thanks for getting Molly dog food. (laughs) Okay. I have... For the first time in maybe, well, no, I talked about the how Loch Ness mon- how the Loch Ness monster might just be eels or eels might just be eels, right? But this is market here, everybody. Ninety one. Oh, I wanted to make a joke about how we were old and geezers now. Well, I guess I don't know. I guess ninety one and not much fun. Ninety ninety. Ah, oh, my back hurts. Oh, my legs. Ow. Well, I guess we did it. Okay. Uh, so this is the first episode in a while where I am not talking about Area 51 because it happened. It's done. I felt like you and I did a really good job as investigative journalists, quote unquote, keeping everybody up to date with what was going on. I feel like we did our job. It, it was snowballed and snowballed and snowballed and then it actually happened and we did the thing. So I feel good about what we did. Yeah. We kept everybody informed. Yeah. Whether they wanted to know or not. Yeah. And I'm glad you, it's over, though. You know, I am, too, a little bit. Yeah. Well, you're the one that chose to talk no, about it every uh-uh. week. Molly's, Molly's told Molly. <laughs> she, she made you. I got a text from Molly. It said, keep talking about it. I want to talk about something that I mentioned a while ago, but hadn't happened recently. 
But all of a sudden, it's been happening. Do you know what it is? Pterodactyls? Nope, not pterodactyls. Okay. Not Delos either. Not Delos. Um, I don't know. Animal mutilation. Ew. Hold again? on. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it again, but I'm gonna add. I'm gonna make my voice lower. Okay. Animal mutilation. So in post in the episode, I would have made my voice lower, and it sounded really scary. Okay. Okay. So I'm just letting you know. So in Oregon, one of our favorite states. Right. There's been a lot of cows showing up dead, but mysteriously dead. Like they enough have cougars out there, though. Ain't them. Ain't cougars. Did they ask them? They asked the cougars. Yeah. <laughs> they said, not us. They said, no way. Gross. We're, we're vegan. not into cows. No, we're vegan. We're vegan here. We're raw vegan cougars. So I guess it's caused enough. You know, I'm going to say hubbub uh, because Oregon Public Broadcasting even did a big story on it on the radio and then online. That's where I pulled most of this information. It was from the Oregon Public Broadcasting. Did I say public? I don't know. Well, we'll just pretend I did. Well, either way, this is from the Oregon Public Broadcasting website. And there have been multiple reports about people's cattle showing up dead in very mysterious ways. Like all sliced and diced or like? No. Sliced and, well... I'll just get into it. Pre-buried in a in a like a coffin. Very large co- uh, cow coffins, mm. and they're really decorative. This man named Terry Anderson. This happened right outside of Pendleton. Okay. Not well. I guess yeah. Named after where they make the fancy blankets. Right. <laughs> Terry Pendleton. Yeah, Terry Pendleton. The story starts with they're talking to Terry because I guess in the 80s, Terry had had a cattle die mysteriously. I guess it was just vanished from his place. And then I think it was returned. I'm not really sure. I have it in here later. But I just thought it was funny because the beginning of the story had no mention whatsoever about animal mutilation or specifically cattle mutilation. And then it was just talking to Terry about how the cows like to rub on his irrigation lines and they break them all the time and he has to fix them every day. So he just wanted to talk to someone. Yeah. He said, quote, cows just rub on stuff for the heck of it. They love to scratch. (laughs) That's what Terry said. Okay, so Terry's not a very uh, good accountable witness, I feel like. Well, he is, but uh, they just really wanted to talk about his, they really wanted to talk about his, uh, how cows just love to scratch. Okay. Okay. So now the story moves all the way over to some pretty remote parts in eastern Oregon, where I guess young purebred bulls are being, or are mysteriously showing up places dead. Hmm. A bunch of cowboys, yeah, cowboys still exist. Hmm. A bunch of cowboys recently found several animals with body parts precisely removed. And it's happened like this just before on Terry's farm. So here's what's happened on Terry's farm. Terry Anderson said that he had just been near the spot the night before. And the next morning, there was a cow laid out dead with just one of her udders removed. But it was like removed with like some razor sharp object. Like super, okay, super, super clean cut. Yeah, just one udder removed. I don't think there's removed. like a, a delicacy for udder. Let alone just a udder, an udder. Right. One single udder. I don't know. And what's weird about both of these specific situations, I, I, I feel like people say this a lot and it's like, well, yeah, that's that's weird. But if you really think about it, it's really weird. There was not one drop of blood, not one in the area, on the ground, anywhere. That's weird. It is weird. And also a cow dead with just one of their udders removed that was just sliced. So do you think maybe it's someone that thinks that's how you get the milk out? You just cut one udder and then it just drains <laughs> just, out. It just drains out. <laughs> it's kind of like 
setting a milk carton on his side and just taking the cap off and then it just rolled it just sort of pours right out i mean you know i really wouldn't put it past someone maybe it's maybe this is like a wood a woodsland person living out in eastern oregon or wherever there's like a lot of land and stuff and they're going well i remember seeing in a comic book when i was younger or something or other in the newspaper that you cut a cow's udder off and it just spills out and i'm thirsty right and he loves milk yeah okay i worked with the guy that is weird though it is weird i also worked with the guy over the summer who who said he drank a gallon of milk a day you know what that's too much milk yeah that's a lot of milk that's a lot of milk i could see like almond or soy or cashew but But even a gallon of that a day that's a lot that's a that's too much milk to drink yeah if you're listening you know who you are lay off the milk that's utterly crazy (laughs) it is that's milking me crazy no (laughs) that's making you're milk you're milking me crazy oh is that good yeah Uh, you're really reaching for that one yeah i know yeah i was trying okay so in another part of Oregon where I did not, I didn't write down where it was, but hey, welcome to Spooky Spouses. A woman by the name of Andy Davies, which is just a nice name to say. It is. When she was being interviewed, she was canning vegetables uh, in, her, in her house, which I feel like is a very Oregon thing to be happening and also a very public broadcasting thing to be happening. Right. They, she wanted everybody to know. Yeah. Oh, just canning veggies. <laughs> <laughs> just living off the earth, you just know. Just living off the earth, canning veggies, and my cattle's heads are getting are, are falling off. There was, next to her property, one other cut-up and bloodless cow that she found. Bloodless. No blood. Meaning absent. Not even in the body? No. Or just like around it? Nope. Nowhere. Nowhere. Sounds like you got a vampire on your hands. Sounds like it. A real thirsty vampire. A because vampire cougar. Uh, well, you know, now that's also like just kind of cute, I guess, huh? I was trying to think of like John Cougar Vampire Camp. John Cougar Vampy Camp. John <laughs> John Cougar Melon Vamp. That's oh, fine. Oh, that's a good one. There yeah. we go. John Cougar Melon Vamp. The vampirist, vampiristic cougar? Vamp- yeah, well, well, cougar with vampire. I guess just a cougar vampire. Yeah. So now that, speaking of, speaking of Halloween costumes... That would be a pretty elaborate costume to have. You would have to dress up like a rock and roll star with like, but like a cougar mask mm-hmm. and then also a vampire cloak and then mm-hmm. maybe a name tag that just said John. So right. be like, oh, are you John Cougar Melon Vamp? And you, <laughs> and you go, yeah, I'm John Cougar Melon Vamp. You got Vamp. it. You nailed it. Yeah. Weird. How did you guess my costume? Well, I was going to go as John Cougar Melon Vamp as well, uh, but I didn't. They were all sold out of Vamp. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Did you want me to go on or? Sure. Okay. So Andy's son, uh, who at the time was a butcher, inspected the the dead cow, and he could not understand how the cuts on this cattle were made so clean. I wonder if it is some weird animal though, because like I know we've talked about it before, but they're finding out that orcas are like surgically removing shark liver because it's like a delicacy for them. Yeah. 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 And, like, they didn't know what was going on. They thought, like, hunters were killing these great whites and, like, taking the livers out. But then they realized it was just a pot of orcas. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it past an animal, but... It also could be a banshee. Could be a banshee. Could be a very mean but meticulous cow. I mean, it could be kind of whatever. Yeah. Just one cow, not, like, a gang of cows? Just one. 
Okay. Just one cow, just one very powerful cow. And you're probably thinking, well, how would I know what cow that was? You'd probably know it if you saw it. It's a pretty beefy cow. Yeah, moo, moo, moo. Probably a pretty beefy cow. Before it's a really slim cow and it looks like Slenderman. Okay. What well, could Slender be? Moo. Slender Moo? Yeah, Slender Moo. The okay. killer cow. Slender Moo, the killer cow. It doesn't have a face, <laughs> wears a suit, hides behind trees. Yeah. Okay. We're coming up with all exactly. sorts. Exactly. We're, we're great Halloween costumes. I know. Oh. Oh. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners, for all the ideas. I'm gonna say expect three more mediocre costumes. Yeah. Throughout the episode. Hey, speaking of four wheelers, oh, because no. I talked about them last week. Andy and her husband rode around their property where the cow was uh, found dead. And they said they rode around staring at the cow in concentric circles, moving outwards and outwards and outwards, hoping to find something. First and, first and foremost, good plan. I think that's a good plan. Yeah. Also very dizzy. Also very. Well, yeah, if they were going super fast, <laughs> just peeling out the entire <laughs> time. We didn't find any tracks, but man, we got dizzier. We got dizzier than heck. And we were spinning and whipping around. And now I drifted for the first time ever. Oregon drift. We're too fast, too furious. Too fast, too cow. Too fast, my, my cow's dead. Oregon drift. One, the, the, the first of the movies. But Andy said that they did not find any tracks whatsoever around the area or no signs that someone had been there or animals had been there. And Andy said, quote, in this country, everything you do leaves tracks, end quote, which is cool mm. to say. So, I uh, peculiar. That's peculiar. Yeah, that is very weird. Now, moving over to Sylvie's Valley Ranch in Burns, Oregon. So, Sylvie's Valley Ranch is a giant cattle ranch. Just go ahead and guess, but compare it to something that maybe we know. How big is Sylvie's Valley Ranch? Like, maybe, what do you I think? I don't know, like, probably couple... ranch style. Yeah, probably about ranch size, maybe <laughs> like a couple football like, fields. Yeah, maybe like four football fields. It's this like this when when I read this, I went, I I thought to my to myself, holy smokes, is what I thought. Yeah, I didn't say it out loud because you know I don't like to swear. It's the size of Chicago. How do you keep tabs on a ranch like that? I don't know. What an enormous ranch. Yeah, that's a big ranch. That's a big. You know what? It's a big ranch. So, Sylvie's Valley Ranch, the size of Chicago in Burns, Oregon. Recently, five young purebred bulls were killed. And I guess these are like the ones that bring a ton of money. The same way? I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each of the five cows or bulls were found bloodless, completely removed of all their blood. And their tongues were removed as well. And so were their, you know, their their uh uh-ohs. They're uh-ohs. Well, yeah, I mean, that's really weird. Do you think that's like more of a bug type thing? Like something is killing them and then like insects or something are drinking all the blood? Because like with the tongue being removed, that kind of leads me to believe that like, oh, a bunch of bugs are eating it. But I guess it would eat away at everything, right? I would think so. And also cows have an impossible amount of blood. And I think... <laughs> you know that for a fact? Yeah, I looked it up. I said, how much how much blood does a cow have? Impossible amount? An impossible amount of blood. Yeah. They have way... You know what? It's almost selfish how much how much blood they, they have. They have more than enough. Yeah. yeah. Take it easy. I think it's... I, I think you're kind of living in luxury at this point. Right. Give up a little bit of your blood. Okay, so cows have a ton of blood. Also, all five of them were killed in the exact same way. And their tongues and their oopsie daisies were all removed. So they were all, they all were identical dead bulls. That's weird. And it is weird. And there's a photo of it, which is the photo of the story of this dead cow, uh, one of the uh, five super expensive bulls. And it looks like a weird, like 
plush toy with all the stuffing removed. It's really, it's really weird. That is weird. It's extremely weird. Uh, one of the guys who is the vice president of the ranch, his name is Colby Marshall. Oh, also, there were no signs around any of these five bulls. There were, there were no signs of buzzards, coyotes, or any other scavengers at all. So, like, not only did they not have any, like, animal bite marks or whatever on them, after the cows were dead, no animals were coming around to their bodies to, like, have leftovers. Because there probably wasn't, like, anything good leftover-wise anyways. But still, you think the, like, smell of, like, a dead right. or dead animal, which attracts those scavengers anyways. Right, that's odd. It's really odd. So, the vice president of Sylvie's Valley Ranch, his name's Colby Marshall, which is a really cool name. Yeah. He said that each of the male bulls in their prime, which is right around the time where they where they died, were worth about 7000 bucks each. Yeah. Well, do you think it was someone, like, sabotaging them? I think that's kind of what Colby was thinking, that he, he said at least it's a coordinated effort. Uh, yeah. Colby thinks it's a coordinated effort. Here's a quote from Colby. It's rugged. I mean, this is the frontier. If some person or persons has the ability to take down a 2,000-pound range bull, it's not inconceivable that they wouldn't have a lot of problems dealing with a 180-pound cowboy, end quote. Hmm. So he thinks they're, if, if it is a bunch of people, he thinks they're out to, out multiple, to kill. Multiple cowboys. And, yeah, and multiple cow killers. Multiple, yeah, a lot of them. Now, still in Burns, Oregon, the deputy there, his name is Dan Jenkins. Still a fine name. A little bit plainer of a name. I mean, stacked up to Colby, Colby yeah. Marshall. You know what I mean? Uh, so Deputy Dan Jenkins says, quote, a lot of people lean towards aliens. One caller had told us for basically a de- to, to look for basically a depression under the carcasses. He said that the aliens ships will kind of beam the cow up and do whatever they're going to do with it. Then they just drop them from a, from super high up. So they'll suck the cows up in their light beam, take all their blood, and then just open up the door and throw the cows out. And they drop like hundreds of feet and poof, pop on the ground. So they were just saying that there obviously would be like a mark on the ground. Yeah, at least under the cow from where they fell from super high up. Right. But I don't think, I don't think there was really. Now, why would aliens want cow blood? I don't know. Is that how their ships run or something? I mean, it might, it might, it very well could run on cow's blood, alien ships. Hmm. Cow tongue. Cow tongue. Cow blood. One udder. You know, I don't really know. <laughs> maybe they cu- they t- cut off the one udder and we're like, maybe this is as good as the tongue. And then they had a little bit and they're like, nah, I don't like that. You know what? I'll say it. This, they tried it. This stinks. Yeah. So then they didn't mess with the udders the rest of the time. Yeah. Well, in the police station, they have a whiteboard of all of their theories as to what could be causing this. Now, I believe that some are more uh, silly than others, meaning the very last ones, but these are legitimate theories that the police department in Burns, Oregon has as to what's happening with these cows. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. Aliens, radiation, or just Area 51 in general. Yeah. Witches. Oh, I now, like that we're bringing witches into this. And I and I forgot. Tell me what you think about these series, like a a, a plausible or no way. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so witches, you think maybe? Yeah, because they would want the blood. Yeah. They could like they put things in their cauldron. They would want the tongue. Yeah. And maybe the uh ohs and the udder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like their spell could only call for like one udder. Yeah. I don't know. Or five uh ohs. Or five uh ohs. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bigfoot. No, too okay. friendly. Devil worshippers? No, too messy. They like to 
pour the blood everywhere. And well, and also from what we've learned watching some stuff, most Satanists are nonviolent. So I don't think they're going to go out and kill a bunch of cows for no reason. Yeah, maybe though. Uh, maybe. Lightning? But that wouldn't take your blood. I don't think lightning takes your blood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the lightning thing. Poison or poison darts? You could poison them, but then it still doesn't. I mean, who's shooting the poison darts? Who are they saying? Yeah, no one. Witches. Yeah. Okay. 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 So witches with poison dart guns. Right. Because they know how to make poison. That's Hello, true. Witches. And, they, and if you're a really good witch, you can float. So you won't leave tracks. Mm, okay. Witch theory is looking pretty good. I think so too. The, this one just says human. So just one human. Force field. Uh, okay. Force nah. field. Uh, this one says vegans. Oh, because they're mad. Maybe because they're mad. But then also like, I don't know why. So They would leave a statement though. They would like use the blood to like pour everywhere or like leave at your house or like they'd use it for a statement. And I don't think that. I know that there, with with any group in general, there are activists or no, not activists, extremists. Yeah. But I don't think but they vegans love things. exactly like I don't think to prove a point, a group of vegans would murder an animal. No. No. They'd I don't probably think so. like steal it and hide it and like. I don't know, Cheryl's kitchen for a while. Uh, the last one just says sharks or cats with laser beams. And that was the one that the the, the cops, that's just a little cop humor. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> very funny. It's They're, not going to be funny when they find out it's witches. Yeah, or witches with lasers and poison darts. Yeah. I really like the witches with, with uh, poison dart theory. Well, Angie said they float too, which is like, okay, hello, no tracks. Hello. Hello. They use their spell <laughs> to get the blood out. Yeah. They have a perfect little supper going. One, two, three. Blood for me is the spell. Now, if anyone's blood just came pouring out, I'm sorry, but that's a very powerful spell that I know. Oops. Oops. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. The last thing here, whatever, whoever the cause, what's clear is it's not bears. It's not wolves. It's not cougars. It's not poisonous plants. And the animals definitely were not shot. They're just dead and their blood's gone. Hmm. Which seems like plausible with poison. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, my favorite part of the whole thing, the very last thing it said is that the FBI neither confirms or denies that they're looking into it, which I think is interesting. Hmm. Wasn't there like certain things that they can't? disclose until like they've confirmed actual evidence or something i think so but i think you could also say that you're at least investigating something if you're investigating something but i don't really know i'm not i'm not in the fbi anymore yeah Yeah. i am but but you just forget i forget the rules (laughs) yeah all right well that's all i have for this week nice um animal oh and there's also uh coincidentally enough i forgot my own theory i'm so sorry that i did this the metal band Cattle Decapitation just released, and this this is real, is mm-hmm. just releasing a new album. So maybe this is guerrilla marketing for the metal band Cattle Decapitation. Mm. And that's real. That's really real. They're going to sell a bunch of number one records now. So I'm not, I'm also not throwing out that theory. Okay. That is. And it's in Oregon. That could be like a real hipster thing to do. Mm-hmm. Actually murder cows. Yeah. Take their blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, but I'm like, maybe, maybe they like cut through the udder with like a really powerful shred like this perfect super metal riff that like the udder just kind of went it just pops off yeah Yeah. boop clean well that's all i have uh nice i feel good i feel back on track away from area 51 stuff and i feel like we're really doing a good job here yeah just talking about you know typical stuff of animal mutilation yeah all right okay 
Well, I think we're going to see everybody in the haunted housekeeping zone. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see each and every one of you there in three, two, one. Our show, you know, Spooky Spouses, is a proud member of the Scavengers Network, which is a giant group of podcasts that are friends, and we all like each other, and we all make very good shows, and we have 17 of them right now. We do, and it's a big happy family, and if you want to help support the Scavengers Network, you can go to thescavengersnetwork.com, and we have a Patreon. You can donate anywhere from a dollar to 500 million, but it, it caps at that. It does, yeah. It's weird. It goes $20 and $500 million. Yeah, so whatever you want to do. Yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash thescavengersnetwork and check out all the different tiers. There's a lot of different bonus content from all the shows. You can get discounts on the online store, which is very exciting and also a real thing that exists. And I know in the month of October, we will be releasing some bonus content, so you can stay tuned for that. And if you're a patron, you can get first dibs. Yeah, it'll be really exciting. We also have a very cool and state-of-the-art Spooky Spouses hotline or voicemail service that you can call and ask us questions about ghosts, if your head fell off, your haunted son, haunted fish, anything really. Maybe you just have something spooky to say. Yeah, you can call let and just us know. Let it all let it all hang out. Let us, not let us. Yeah, let us know. Don't send us lettuce. We don't want it. No. Well, the phone number, which is important to say, is 803-816-2667. Again, that's 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. B-O-O-S. Not the drink that's kept in a big thing for a while and then you have it. And you can follow us, Spooky Spouses, on social media at spooky underscore spouses. You can also send us an email. Say you don't want to call our hotline. You're more of a typer than a talker. <laughs> you can email us at spookyspousescast at gmail.com. And as always, if you'd like to or if you haven't yet, please feel free to rate and review the show or just tell your friends. That's fine. W-I-D-K is your morning commute too much fun? Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fish Stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you. Lulu. I don't like shellfish to eat. It feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like... <laughs> the Professor. If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft-shell bologna taco. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like, there's a <laughs> reason he's completely shaved. This is I Don't Know Radio, the only show that delivers more than you wanted and less than you hoped for. Search WIDK in your podcast app. <laughs> Welcome back, spooky cow buddies. Saddle up. I was trying to relate to your topic. Oh, really? I didn't even... Yeah, I didn't... That one went right over my head. I thought you were going to say, welcome back, spooky cowboys. Oh, yeah. But I like spooky cow buddies. Or welcome back, witch cow hunters, whatever side you want to be on. Get along, little cow buds. How are (laughs) you? Sure. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. Um, My topic this week is about alternate movie endings for some scary movies. Okay. That I didn't know about. Wait, like ones that were made that didn't do That didn't it? end up going in the movie. And okay. there's some pretty heavy hitters. 
do so I don't ruin anything in these in these alternate movie endings. Does it say why they had to change them? Some of them do, but I mean, for the most part, basically, what it comes down to is if they would have ended them the way they wanted to, there wouldn't have been sequels. And you know they're like, oh, "Oh, no, this is a good movie. We want a sequel. See, I was thinking that it it was either something along those lines or it was too gruesome. It can be. Okay. But, yeah, I just have a bunch of different ones. Um, I'll start with one that actually I kind of knew about because if you go see the play... It will use the alternate ending occasionally. The Dark Crystal? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Dark Crystal play. Wouldn't that be great? That would How be a s- lot of work. How soon until there's a live action Dark Crystal Maybe. song? Maybe. There's supposed to be a live action uh, Beetlejuice, which looks pretty cool on Broadway. Oh, yeah. That's right. That'll be fun. Um, no, the first one I have is Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Okay. So usually like... If you haven't seen these movies and you don't want me to ruin the ends for them, maybe don't listen to this. But if you don't really care, then (laughs) go ahead. But at the end, I haven't seen that movie in forever. But in the movie, it ends where he basically blows up the plant Mm -hmm. and him and Audrey are fine. But sometimes in the play and another alternate ending that they actually shot was it doesn't happen that way at all. And Seymour actually feeds his future wife to the plant and the plant spreads duplicate plants everywhere and it's just basically an apocalypse of monstrous plants. Oh, so it actually ends like some weird Hitchcock sort of style like apocalyptic ending. Oh, that's pretty cool. Which is really funny that they didn't end it that way because then that would have been major sequels for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I almost said it out loud. That's Sequel City. But the reason that they didn't end it that way is because, especially the time period and stuff, people really liked happier endings. Oh, sure. So they went with a happier ending. Do you prefer a happy... Well, I guess it depends on the movie, huh? Do you prefer a yeah, happier ending? Yeah, if it's some... I don't know. Yeah, occasionally I get angry when things don't end happy, but it's like it makes me think more about it. And then the more I think about it, the more I realize I really liked that movie. I guess like my biggest, I guess, recent bummer ending was when we watched, what was that, that, that Netflix series, The Haunting on Hill House or whatever it was called. Yeah, it, it was like produced great, great footage, great actors and stuff. And then the end, I don't know, people really liked that show and I thought it was really cool, but the end was kind of a flop to me. The ending, yeah, it gave me that like sad trombone thing. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, there was that one episode where they shot it all in one take, which I think those are amazing. That was sweet, yeah. Yeah. Okay, another movie, big hitter, Alien. Oh, with Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, so another alternate ending for Alien. Hey, I thought you didn't want to talk about Aliens this week at all. Well, I am. Goodness gracious. (laughs) (laughs) Was originally Ripley was going to meet her demise by having her head ripped off by the creature. Oh, my God. So, wait, what is the creature from Alien called? Yeah, it's called a xenomorph. A xenomorph. Mm. And then the xenomorph was going to replicate <laughs> Ripley's voice over what? to the intercoms to the other planets or in Earth and say that she was alive and to come get her. And then they were going to send more people up. Whoa. Yeah. Well, that 
you know, that doesn't necessarily not lend itself well to good sequels, but that would have been a totally different string of sequels. Right. But this also was the time period where they're like, no, the the hero can't die, especially because you follow her through the whole thing and she's kind of a bad butt. She is a bad butt. And then she just gets her head ripped off at the end and he uses her head to make a voice that sounds like hers. Hey, um, hey, I promise this is Sigourney Weaver. Uh, <laughs> love humans. For... I mean, friends. I mean, yes. Dear human. Oopsie. Oh, I love it up here in space, first and foremost. Well, I think that Sigourney Weaver is probably, happen- is probably happy that that did not happen because she went on to do, what, a total of four of them? Yeah, she did a lot. That's she did why a they lot. didn't kill her because they're like, well, we have a blockbuster hit right here. Those are good movies. Okay, another movie that didn't really have an alternate ending but had way more to the ending that we never saw was event horizon your jam oh that is my jam yeah so at the end of her event horizon you see basically the crew members on like that footage just being like mutilated yeah it's that was the part that made me go oh very scared yeah there was like an extra 20 minutes of the crew members being totally demolished. Like mutilated. Yeah. They 20 were, minutes? Yeah, they had um, really intense shots of crew members' legs getting crushed. Oh, my God. Someone having screws drilled into their teeth. Whoa, boy. <laughs> A woman's arms being ripped off. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I thought there's that one part where it's like somebody's intestines are being pulled out of their mouth or something. Yeah. I think they went with a good choice of not adding that extra footage in there. Well, because like I think as it sits, that footage is maybe like 15 to 30 seconds or something. Yeah. 20 minutes of that? Yeah. If I would have seen 20 minutes of just nonstop gratuitous human mutilation footage from a spaceship that went to heck... I don't know if I'd be the same person today. Yeah, it would be pretty intense. I mean, that would probably be a very, very scary movie then. Yeah, it'd be, yeah. Okay, another movie that I have is Seven. Okay, I think I've seen Seven, the movie. Yeah, I think most people know the uh, what's in the box line. Yeah, you know, I remember actually the very first time I walked in on uh, a group of like my parents and their friends watching Seven, we were at a hotel at Cedar Point. Oh, that's a nice place place to watch seven yeah. and it's and now i think about it why were you watching seven at cedar yeah, point you weirdos weird but if you don't know the end of the movie i'm sorry if i'm ruining it for you but obviously it's you know obvious that gwyneth paltrow's head is in the box yes not her real head well uh david fincher was so worried about people being turned off and not going to see the movie if they found any ounce of this out beforehand Because they're like, you know, that's pretty intense. Oh, sure. So other endings that he had were... Candy. Were just throwing candy. (laughs) You just see the the killer, you see John Doe, and he throws candles at you. Yeah, he throws, yeah, scented, yeah, but like really nasty scented candles. It's the like clearance of, you know... Oh, yeah. Or not Bed Bath & Beyond, Bath & Body Works. Yeah. Clearance candles. No, but there are other versions in which Somerset, which is Morgan Friedman, kills John Doe, Kevin Spacey, and it basically foils the killer's plan because he wants Brad Pitt to shoot him. 
Oh. Because he's the last sin. But they didn't want to do that because they're like, well, that's just too happy. And that doesn't leave like a statement. Like we want to, yeah, we want you to see this killer like go through with plans. Sure. There's another version because Fincher was like, no way. We're not doing that happy ending. This is my movie. It's macabre. There's another version, which would have been intense as well, is that there's a dog head in the box and oh. it's not his wife. Yucky. But John Doe, Kevin Spacey, shoots Mills, which is Brad Pitt, and then Somerset kills Kevin Spacey. Okay. So it's like a weird triangle, but it's like, then it's all on Morgan Friedman, but his wife didn't get murdered, but he murdered Brad Pitt. Got it. Okay. So yeah, they wanted to use different endings. They almost went with that one, but Fincher was like, no, no, I'll, I'll weaken the... I'll buffer the the intensity of the the wife's head in the box, Gwyneth Paltrow, and that's why there is an Ernest Hemingway quote at the very end is to like buffer, I guess, <laughs> ter- something very very terrible happening with something like, oh, it's a nice little quote at the end. Yeah. Oh, how cute. But yeah, that's the alternate ending for those. And then, what if he would have used a quote from Doctor Seuss? Something about <laughs> oh, green the places, the places you'll go. Right, everyone. Murder, you know. <laughs> Um, this one I found really interesting because I know Stanley Kubrick is very strict with his, well, was strict with his filming and the way he needed things done. Yes. But Kubrick almost changed the ending of The Shining. Oh, well, didn't, wasn't the actual ending of the movie different than the ending in the book? It was, but for the movie The Shining, which he changed a bunch of things, which There's that whole controversy of Stephen King being mad at Kubrick for changing so much about the book. But in this ending, it's kind of creepy as well. So according to this, it said the deleted ending sequence was Wendy kills Jack after he goes crazy. Her and Danny wind up in the hospital where they're greeted by Barry Nelson, who was the Allman, the manager, the hotel manager that got killed by the axe, which... He never did in the book. And he would, he showed up at the hospital with them and they made sure they were okay and they didn't have anything wrong with them. And when the hotel manager manager came back, he said that he went to the hotel and he found nothing. He didn't find any like weird activity going on. He didn't see anything about a bloody elevator. He didn't see anything weird. He couldn't even find Jack. He didn't even know where Jack was. That's true. But Wendy and Danny had said that they killed him and he went crazy and there were ghosts. So in this ending, basically they kind of interrogate Wendy and Danny saying that they're crazy. Whoa. And that they said that they think that they had lost their mind at the hotel dad had taken off yeah and they basically go on to look at the mom and danny because they're like we think that they lost their mind and they're crazy and we think that we he they killed their dad and supposedly stanley kubrick did film this but he cut that footage and he had it destroyed he didn't want anybody to ever find out that he did film it because he did not want to go with that ending wow okay so that was like his way of making sure that no one ever saw it because that might like cheapen his work or that wasn't his vision in general yeah i mean he didn't want it to end super happy i mean it does but it doesn't but i think that's the whole case of like oh let's end it kind of happy because if we end it where wendy and danny 
are crazy. You look at the movie completely different and like you think that they killed their dad and hid his body somewhere. Yeah. So it completely flips off of Jack Nicholson being the crazy dad and flips on them. Which is really weird. That's interesting. Yeah, but I think what happened was because Kubrick thought that Jack Nicholson played such a good Jack Torrance that he wanted to make sure that they got their revenge on him. Yeah, and I like the way that movie ends. Well, that that movie in general is just so suspenseful and oh, yeah. wild. Very but wild. I yeah, it's 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 really difficult to think of that movie or these movies ending in different ways because I wonder what the whole like that universe would have turned into. I wonder all the theories that would have maybe been created or disproven in The Shining based on the ending and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I know they're remaking a bunch of scary movies right now. And The Shining is one that I hope that they never remake. But they are just releasing Dr. Sleep, which is the follow-up to The Shining about Danny Torrance. Yeah. And I'm not too mad about it because I'm like, well, it's, you know, off the book and it's the follow-up to everything. But I heard and I saw pictures that the director actually, when Danny has flashbacks, he has flashbacks of him in the hotel. And this new director, like spot on, recreated some of these visuals from Kubrick's original The Shining. And they're very good. That's cool. So I thought that was kind of interesting and cool. Yeah. And I think like it's you, you and I have had this conversation before, too, where it's like, why do you need to just remake a movie that's already been made unless I don't I really don't even know why. But like unless it wasn't justified. I mean, yeah, like or or if you like there there were things that happened in production or beforehand or after or whatever that like cheapened the movie or lessened its value or something. But like just make some sequels or make I don't know something like exist in the universe, but don't just recreate the thing. Right. I totally agree. Well, I'm excited about this. Yeah. So those are a little... There's other movies too, um, but they're lesser known movies. I mean, Hostel had a different ending. There were so many that had different alternate endings that I thought were really fascinating. But like, I didn't know... I didn't remember a lot of them. Like, The Hills mm-hmm. Have Eyes. I remember that movie just being really gratuitous. And it I was like, was, not yeah. my favorite. So mm. I didn't really care. But yeah. No, that movie weirded me out. Well, right now is the time where we are going to take a voicemail from our very high-tech, very aerodynamic Spooky Spouses hotline. If you have a question for us, or if you just want to say, hey, what's up? I mean, whatever, really. Go ahead and call our hotline. The phone number is 803-816-2667. You can call any time of day. You can ask us a question about whatever you want, really. I mean, about ghosts and stuff like that, but holler at us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Okay, well, here we go with our voicemail now. Hey, guys, this is Calvin from New Jersey giving you another call. Um, if you recall, I uh, I was the guy who had some ghosts in my house, but I was just wondering how to chill with them because uh, they're pretty cool ghosts. And you guys suggested that I should play some Stardew Valley, uh, learn some magic tricks, and play some music for them. Uh, and I wanted to report that I don't have Stardew Valley, so I was playing Minecraft, and the the amount of activity didn't really change. I tried playing, like, Super Smash Bros. I left out some Joy-Cons, and it seemed like they weren't really having it. Um, I learned a few basic card tricks, and I, I, I like you said, I announced in every room in the house 
that I was going to be performing some card tricks and still nothing. Um, the music, though, I I didn't know what I should try for the music. I uh, I tried a lot of different genres, and it actually seems like the amount of activity in my house has gone down since I started doing this. It seems like like my personal music choice is kind of driving the ghost away. And maybe that says something about my taste in music, but I was just wondering, maybe you guys have a recommendation for for some ghostly music. Um, thanks for taking my call. Bye. Calvin, you're welcome. But then you also left us another message, and I'm playing that one right now. Hey, guys, Calvin again. I'm sorry. I forgot an important piece of information. Um, since the since my, my last call went up, I have since been uh, chastised by my family for getting this information wrong. Um, our house did not used to be a funeral home. It was owned by the people who own the funeral home in town. So I don't know if that makes any difference, but it is still haunted nonetheless with some cool ghosts. Um, thank you for your time. Well, I guess you're welcome, I think. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer that they're not, you know, like Minecraft ghost, but you know, <laughs> everybody has their own thing. Hearing your hearing your voice message, Calvin, to me is very funny because of the type of advice that we gave you and remembering what we said. I think that is very funny thinking about it cuz like when we were listening, we were like, we, we we were looking at each other going like, why on earth would we tell him to do that? Well, I was looking at it as like, oh, we told him to do magic tricks and announce it. That's a really good idea. Um, but I think, OK, so with this new information about it was it was used not used to be a funeral home. It mm-hmm. was the owners that worked or owned a funeral home. Yeah. So these are ghosts that just aren't hanging out there. These are ghosts that chose to follow the owner's home. Oh, from the funeral home. So they're the go-getter ghosts. They're like, I'm not hanging out here. I'm going with them. They're, uh, I guess, yeah, maybe more ambitious than other ghosts. They're the party ghosts. The party ghosts, And that's why they like music. Well, they don't like music because Calvin's playing music and they're leaving. Oh, okay. Well, Well, then I wonder... He didn't say what kind of music he was playing. I mean, is he playing the Monster Mash like over and over again and they're getting really mad about it? We get it, dude. It's not even Halloween, yo. (laughs) Do you think... Okay, let me ask you this, Lindsay, because you and I could sit and think all day about what music Calvin is playing that's getting rid of the ghosts. If you were haunting a house and someone played maybe one album uh, on repeat or a certain group all the time, what group would that be that would make you leave the house and haunt it no more? Well, I thought he wanted to chill with them, though. I thought he wanted them to stay. No, he does. But this is just a side question I'm asking you. An album that I would just like, I couldn't stand. And then you would no longer haunt that house. You'd, You'd go find somewhere else to haunt. Honestly, for me, I think if 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 the owners of the house just play Journey nonstop, that's a bad one. Or um, the Eagles. I mean, I'm not yeah. trying. I'm not trying to be a butt, but it's not my I can't hang. Or like Lindsey Sterling, that crazy violinist. Oh, the, like dubstep violinist. <laughs> She's like an anime violinist or something. Yeah, sure. Maybe if that album was on repeat. Or the Trans-Siberian Orchestra oh, over yeah. and over and over yeah. again. Like, not only is it kind of Christmassy, it's 
too much. <laughs> and whenever that happens, the 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 person who's there like starts air guitaring or singing along with it. Yeah, that would be very funny, huh? Like the ghost might think that's cool at first, and then they're like, "This is not cool hey, anymore." Is this an updated and like heavy metal take on some holiday classics? It might blow their minds real quick. <laughs> Hey, is this Silver Bells, but like kind of shreddy? Okay, well, what would you play on repeat that would keep them there and keep them chill? Because I think this is this is Calvin's biggest, biggest dilemma right now. He's playing music and it's calming down and he does not want that to happen. He wants to invite him in. So, man, I don't know what music I would play to invite ghosts. I mean, if you want to chill with them, you could put on, I don't know, like uh, just like Google um, 10 hour long elevator music loop. And then play that. That would be really boring, though. That'd be sleepy. Put them all to sleep. Yeah. Well, they might get tired, which is cool. But then, like, whenever I think of, like, chilling out, I don't think of, like, my energy levels being super high. I think so. Like, if you're listening to, like, a really, really terrible version of Girl from Ipanema or something, but, like, in the elevator, maybe then that would be okay. Because then maybe you're... Yeah, you're just sort of setting the mood. I kind of want to put them in a good mood. And, like, I feel like every genre would like this album or just one of the albums by Galantis. Yeah, that would be fine. They would be like, I hate this. This is terrible. I don't even know what this is. But then, like, before you know it, they would be singing along because it's so fun. See, I thought you were going to say Sagala, and I wasn't too far off. Yeah, that's the same thing. Or just, like, the hamster dance. Yeah, so if anyone... So, okay, if these ghosts passed away in the late 90s or early 2000s, they'll know Hamster Dance. They'll think Hamster Dance is funny. If they're earlier than that, man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Hmm. Uh, Trying to think of, like, Universal, who everybody likes. I mean, a lot of people like the Beatles. If you have, like... Enya. I don't like Enya. Well, neither do I. Yeah, I just said that... That would be terrible. I just said it. There's also Enigma, that group... Uh, who has uh, one of the best songs in human existence, Return to Innocence. Yeah, I don't know about that. Hey, oh, hey. <laughs> I love that song. It's know. funny. Or do you think if there's any other ideas that maybe we left out that we could help him besides music? I mean... Well, mine's related to music, but I'm thinking learn how to scratch. Learn how to l- learn how to do turntables because it's music. Oh, and it's also so become a DJ. Become a DJ. Yeah, that always gets everybody going. I mean, think about weddings. Think about bar mitzvahs. Think about you know just you know out and about. Got your DJ Homecoming, pants on. Prom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you can just like you know like have cool tracks lined up and have them fade into the next track, and that's cool. But also, if you do like a little bit of scratching as well. Yeah. I think. It's always like, yeah, that that's a little bit too far out of my grasp. But then everyone's always drawn to people scratching. Oh, what if, okay, okay, magic, he said, you know, a couple card tricks didn't do it. Yeah. But what if he was a DJ magician that did both? Okay, now that sounds really, really great. Like scratching and flipping them jacks, you know. Flipping them jacks? Yeah, the cards. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you not like some... the game. I, I mean, thought... you could play like Jacks the game, like where you throw I, the little I things. Thought, I thought you just you you were throwing out some like super super cool uh, magician lingo. Yeah, no, you know, just tossing buns, and that's pulling bunnies out of hats. Oh yeah, yeah, you could do that, Calvin. 
maybe find, I know there are apps where you turn your phone horizontal and you can probably scratch that way and hit a button that says DJ or something like that or something <laughs> like, oh yeah, something fun. Yeah. And then you could do that to start off with, you know, probably buy the free version because there, there will be ads, but that's okay. But then also do some side magic when you're just scratching with one hand. Like, oh, where'd my thumb go? Right. <laughs> oh, weird. There's a bunny swallowing the bunny. Bloop. And then you keep scratching. You could saw a ghost in half. Saw a ghost in half. Because you yeah. know it's going to work. You don't even have to learn that one. As you're like, scratching. Just <laughs> pretend like you're sawing a box in half, saw it, and then open it up and be like, whoa, weird. And then put whoa. it back together and be like, ah, oh, they're back again. And then maybe all of a sudden you you kind of just let your record spin and they're playing. Hey, any volunteers in the house? Boom, bicka, 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 and cut and all them ghosts in half. Anyone want to get cut in half? It's a magic trick. Let I'm Calvin. cut some records and some ghosts in half. DJ Calvin. Calvin, Calvin. <laughs> I think this sounds sweet. I would go I would go to a show where someone was a DJ magician that specifically did magic that was geared towards ghosts. Yeah. Wow, what a cool thing. It's really fun because if you book a gig and no one shows up, you can still just record it as like, we got a full house in here. Full house. Hey, let's make some rooms for the people in the back, huh? Brown, <laughs> brown, DJ. That'd be sweet. We could, yeah, you could do that. You could definitely become a DJ. Play some, spin some records, play some tunes, saw some ghosts in half. Yeah, you sure could. Well, Calvin, how about do that one? See if it helps. I bet you, you know what? What I'm going to say right now, I'm going to guarantee it will help. And if it doesn't help with the ghost, it might help just with your rep, you know? Like you're oh, yeah. DJ magician. Like now you have a new skill and you have a new career. Yeah. So, like, who cares about them ghosts anymore? And I was thinking that maybe we would try to help you with your DJ name that was, like, DJ and magic-related, but also ghost-related. But I'm not going to do that because I don't feel smart enough. And I feel like that's your journey to take. Uh, DJ ghost face cutter. That's already pretty good. Yeah. See, that's mm. pretty good. But, yeah, you you figure it out. It'll come to you. It will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we did a really good job. Yeah. I guess you could say that. We'll see. What happens? Yeah, we'll see. Well, Calvin... <laughs> Let us know. Give us a call back sometime in the future after you become a very good DJ and maybe it elicits more activity. I don't know. I hope it does. Well, we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, the middle, and the end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at... (laughs) I'm very sick. (laughs) At... Eli, who does music, he's a special boy, sweet boy. He has flute arms, and he's a special boy. I'd also like to thank um, all my sneezy little buddies over (laughs) at the Scavengers Network. Um, What, we have 17 podcasts now? I think 17 going on 18. Wow. Check them out, scavengersnetwork.com. We also have a Patreon. You can donate a dollar to 500 million, but it caps at that. Um, You get bonus content. You get free stuff. You get, like, to hang out with us, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, you know, I would say, like, if you donate, like, you know, 500 bucks all of a sudden, if you want to hang out. Yeah, we'll come to your house. We'll we'll do the live show right in front of your face, too close to your face. We we will do a live show as you cook dinner. We'll we'll even make you dinner. Yeah. I don't care. And also, if this is enticing at all, in October, we're going to be releasing some bonus content because it's... That's one of our months. It's a good month. Spooky month. Spooky month. Don't know why. It's just a, you know, it's just a spooky month. And we'd also like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our show, for rating and reviewing our show on iTunes, and most importantly, spreading the word 
to your buds. It really means a lot. Yeah, tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell a ghost. I don't care. Spread the word. Send some love. We'll give you love too. Yeah, so there. (laughs) Yeah, so take that. (laughs) Well, until next week, have have a nice week. But (laughs) on Thursday... Calvin's going to drop his first single and it's going to be fresh and you're going to go, oh my gosh, I didn't know I needed this in my life. Yep. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. Until next Monday, we will see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's check these bad boys. Check in the mics. Check, check, check in the mic. Check in the Carl. Check, check, check in the Carl. Keeping up on the Rick. Keeping (laughs) up on the Rick. (laughs) The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, Aaron. Hey, James. What are you watching? Newsies. Oh, I love that movie. What minute are you on? What? What minute are you on? I think my favorite minute is probably minute 37. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just watching the movie. You know there's a way more intense way to watch Newsies. There is? Absolutely. Watch it minute by minute along with Newsies Minute. Oh, you mean the new podcast on the Scavengers Network. Yep. The one that we're the hosts of. Uh, well, 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 yeah. That sounds awesome. When do new episodes come out? Every weekday. Now that's good news. Newsies Minute. Soak them for Crutchy.
Okay, let's check these bad boys. Check in the mics. Check, check, check in the mic. Check in the Carl. Check, check, check in the Carl. Keeping up on the Rick. Keeping up on the Rick. <laughs>